My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's time for today's travel and cruise industry news. With the latest from travel and cruises around the world, here's your host, Chili Falls. Good morning. Welcome to Travel and Cruise Industry News on this Tuesday, May 23rd, 2023. Unfortunately, this is the day I was supposed to be on a cruise ship. But that's sometimes life gets in the way of your plans. That's what what happened to me. We do have several uh, stories this morning. Actually, the lead story this day today is a breaking story just from a couple hours ago. So that's fresh off the presses. Passenger dies while snorkeling. What was going to be the lead story today is we've got volcanoes erupting on three continents at once. Guam prepares for a Category 4 storm. Weather ruins the Sky Princess cruise. Royal is raising deposits, at least on suites. Royal number one? Really? And a Civil War battlefield cruise. And my thoughts on that. That and a lot much and much more uh, here, <coughs> excuse me, live at 11 this morning. All right, folks, today is World Turtle Day. You might have seen them a visual before we start the show when it goes turns goes live. You know, turtles and tortoises are common sightings and parables and stories and pop culture. But today we celebrate World Turtle Day to honor these resilient animals. Turtles and tortoises are associated with wisdom and perseverance. They are reptiles that are found in many environments all around the world. 
these creatures play an important role in their respective ecosystems. They dig holes that are inhabited by other creatures. They keep out and they keep our beaches clean by feeding on uh, dead fish that wash up on the shores. They maintain an ecological balance and therefore it's important to conserve these gentle animals. And of course, that's a Tina Turtle. Tina Turtle was a, if you don't know the story, was a, a rescue uh, at Loma Linda, uh, Florida. She actually uh, was uh, injured by a outboard motor boat. And she was uh, rescued and brought back to health by the folks at Loma Linda. My niece, Amanda, who's uh, been in the animal world for years. She was a zookeeper for 20 years. And now for at least, uh, I don't know, 10 or 12. She's been running a pet sitting business uh, and has been very involved with a number of, of activist programs on uh, conserving animals and their well-being. Uh, but anyway, she got to know uh, Tina and painted her. And then she gave me the, gave me the painting. Uh, so it's uh, proudly on my wall. So today is World Turtle Day. And no, no, folks, this isn't for you to eat something. This is just for you to honor our friends, the turtle. If you're listening via the podcast, you're always welcome here. You can access the podcast via my blog, which is accessadventure.net or wherever you get your podcasts from, all the big guys, Pandora, Podchaser, iHeartRadio, any of the big guys. Just search for Travel and Cruise Industry News, and up pops the fat travel guy. If you're listening to the podcast and want to hop over to check out any pictures or clips or interviews that I might be, uh, that I might be on that day's show. There's always a link in the description to access the video feed and just hop on over. All right. So I heard from our buddy Rochelle this morning. There's actually two two sets of uh, messages from her. Uh, you know, she's over there and she was in Cairo uh, yesterday. She's surprised to see a significant Christian population here. You know, Rochelle is the one that's gone to, I think, every cathedral in Europe and other places. Uh, Every day that she's on an excursion, she's going to visit one or multiple churches. Obviously, she's a Roman Catholic and a very devout Roman Catholic. Uh, so she's kind of my my religious uh, expert. Uh, although I I enjoy filming some churches as well. Uh, but Rochelle's on a different plane than I am. 
Uh, but anyway, she said she visited many, many beautiful churches, saw priests with pilgrims. Amazing to see the actual well that the Holy Family drank from uh, when they were in Egypt. And she also, before I get to the picture, she also said, I already saw a lot of Cairo on my own, all set for my 10-day Egyptian Splendors of Egypt tour to start today. It includes a three-night cruise down the Nile River. It's a five-star tour that won the Trip Advisors Award for the best tour of, of Egypt. She says, I hope it's good. Rochelle, I'm sure it will be, and I'm sure we are going to enjoy your pictures as well. Uh, she went out, uh, this would have been last night, uh, for some local uh, cuisine on the water, and obviously they had some uh, belly dancers, uh, which is an art form. I know the first time the first time I saw a belly dancer, and I was relatively young at the time, teenager, uh, in Richmond, Virginia, uh, my sister and uh, her husband took me to a Greek restaurant that had a belly dancer, and I was just absolutely fascinated uh, by the dancing part of it. And yeah. At that age, I liked looking, but still, the dancing part of it has always fascinated me. Uh, and this is just some uh, signs of the uh, churches and the interior part of the churches that Rochelle saw. I think that might be the entrance to the uh, well that she mentioned. Uh, one of the things that kind of surprised me uh, and I, that's not the next picture. I'm not sure where the next picture is, but wait till you see the benches straight on of how austere they are. It's another church, still another church, lots of Christian churches. That's Rochelle, of course. There you go. I mean, they, that's to me, don't look like they're very comfortable at all uh, for you know, a long-winded uh, preacher or priest. Uh, but anyway, that's the uh, daily uh, the, the daily stack of, of pictures from Rochelle, who's over there in Egypt. All right, the top story this morning, folks, the breaking news story. Earlier today, a passenger on a Carnival cruise ship died while swimming on Mystery Island in Vanuatu. In a statement, Carnival Australia said we are deeply saddened by the death of a guest on Mystery Island following what appears to be a medical situation while swimming. Our care team are supporting the guest family along with other guests during this difficult time. The passenger died while snorkeling on the island. At the time of the accident, Carnival Splendor was on a nine-day voyage across South Pacific and departed Sydney on Monday the 15th. The liner is due to sail back to Sydney 
on Wednesday, tomorrow. So that was a breaking news story uh, early this morning. Now, remember, they're ahead of us. So that actually happened on uh, Tuesday, Australia time. And it's now, it's either Wednesday morning or will be Wednesday morning soon. It's, it's close to being Wednesday morning. Let's keep that in mind for a, a little bit later. And what was going to be the top story this morning, uh, the first time I ever remember this happening, we've got three active volcanoes erupting at once. Active volcanoes prompted ash warnings and set nerves on edge in Italy, Mexico, and the Democratic Republic of Congo over the past few days stepped up tremor activity had been noted at Mount Etna for several days, reported Italy's National Institute of Geophysics and Volcanology. Volcanology. I'm not sure the proper pronunciation of that. Volcanology, I would guess. Um, No injuries were reported and the cloud cover was impeding Views of the eruption on Sunday, the agency said. People in towns of Adrano, Bianca Vila, reported hearing loud booms from the volcano on Sunday. Activity frequently originates from multiple cones in the craters of Edna Summit, according to the Smithsonian Institute Global Volcanism Program and the U.S. Geological Survey. Lava flows were reported in January, and an explosion on May 14th produced an ash emission, the group stated. Activity at Mount Etna has been observed and recorded for more than 2,500 years, making it one of the oldest continuously monitored volcanoes. By the way, just two weeks ago, our friend Allison uh, was walking on Mount Etna. Two weeks ago, and it's the volcano has gone bonkers the last couple days. Volcanic ash from Popocatapetl triggered the temporary closure of Mexico City's Benito Juarez International Airport on Saturday, according to the U.S. Embassy. Flight delays related to the presence of ash were also reported on Monday. People were urged not to travel within a 7.5-mile radius of the volcano and to avoid the crater due to the danger of falling ballistic fragments, according to Mexico's National Center for Communication (coughs) and Civil Protection Operations. The volcano has experienced explosion, tremors, and exhalations of vapor gas and ashes for weeks, according to monitoring reports from the National Center and the National Autonomous University of Mexico. Ash fell across more than a dozen municipalities over the weekend. 
Volcano Popocatapetl lies near Puebla, about 45 miles southwest of Mexico City. CNN reported that 25 million people live within a 60-mile radius of the volcano. CNN also reported that millions were warned to prepare for the possible evac- evacuation uh, of Popocatapetl as authorities closed schools in dozens of municipalities. And also this weekend, lava flowed from an ongoing eruption inside the Nayim of Mula Greek. Boy, I'm having my, my mouth isn't working right this morning, folks. Eruption inside the Nayamula Gria volcano, reported Charles Bulagizi, a geochemist and geohazards researcher at the Goma Volcano Observatory, in a Twitter post. The volcano is north of Goma on the eastern side of the Democratic Republic of Congo, near the border with Rwanda. Nayamulagria is Africa's most active volcano. It was releasing large quantities of sulfur dioxide. Over the weekend, uh, Bulagisi encouraged residents in the region to wash all vegetables before cooking. An eruption began in the summit crater on March the 14th. Active flows were seen on May the 7th and May the 12th. According to the Smithsonian Global Volcanism Program, the volcano has been active since April 2018. And all three volcanoes are among nearly 50 volcanoes active around the world. All right, we'll be back with some more news after this word from Scoot Around. You know, summer is nearly here. Get outside and explore. Save big on products state site-wide during our Memorial Day savings and sale. Discount on all mobility scooters, electric wheelchairs, and any uh, mobility devices. Use code uh, MEM2023 for, that's Memorial Day, folks, MEM2023 to save 10% on all mobility devices site-wide. So a big 10% savings. Uh, You can shop online or call 844-644-7467. And use SRN11137, please, if you do uh, contact them. All right, the next story is also weather-related, as these are all kind of in the whole general weather facility. We talked about this a little yesterday, and man, it looks like it's going to be a doozy. The authorities in Guam ordered residents in coastal areas to evacuate uh, today, the day before Typhoon Marwar is expected to make landfall on the Pacific Island 
with a strength of Category 4 hurricane. Now remember, folks, currently in Guam, it is approximately midnight. So it is Wednesday morning, early Wednesday. We're just a few minutes into Wednesday on Guam. So the typhoon typhoon warning went into effect yesterday on Guam, which is today here in the afternoon for Guam, a U.S. territory, and Rota, a nearby island, or so said the National Weather Service. Guam has a population of more than 150,000 people, many of whom live in coastal communities. Uh, late uh, yesterday morning, Governor Lou Leon Guerrero had ordered residents in the island's low-lying central areas to evacuate by 6 p.m. local time. The authorities advised all other Guam residents to remain indoors. By mid-afternoon, Marwar had been upgraded to a low-level Category 4, the classification for tropical cyclones with winds of 130 miles per hour or higher. Hurricane Ian was also a Category 4 when it slammed into Florida in September, killing at least 114 people and leaving a scale of wreckage that was staggering even to Florida's who had survived and rebuilt after many other powerful storms. The eye of Marwar is more than 200 miles southeast of Guam as early as uh, yesterday afternoon. According to the Joint Typhoon Warning Center, a service operated by the United States Navy, the intensifying typhoon was moving north-northwest at 8, would likely press very near or directly over Guam sometime today bringing not only high winds, but life-threatening storm surge and two feet of rain. So, tough day ahead for Guam. Our thoughts are with all you guys. Stay Stay safe as you can stay out there. All right, I'll be back after a quick word from one of our network sponsors. My dad works in B2B marketing. But I never really knew what that meant. Then one day my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure, I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be to be. All right. Ooh, wait a minute. That machine ate my star princess picture. Okay, so this is a 
massive star uh, star princess uh, story. So let me see if I don't have that where I can grab it real quick. Not star princess, sky princess. What am I saying? Star princess. It's a sky princess story. So, yeah, that's better. Okay. Guests aboard the Sky Princess cruise ship have encountered an unexpected challenge on their journey. The cruise departed from Southampton on May the 13th, was scheduled to visit a selection of picturesque Norwegian and Icelandic ports before returning (coughs) to England on May 27th. However, Weather conditions, a medical emergency, and an upcoming storm have resulted in significant changes to the schedule, much to the disappointment of all those on board. The original itinerary of Sky Princess that departed Southampton on May the 13th promised a diverse Nordic exploration. The cruise started well with idyllic ports such as Sjolden, Olden, and Alessund in Norway. The voyage on board the Sky was then set to continue to a selective a selection of Icelandic ports, such as Ikeri, Islafjord, Grunderfjorder, and Reykjavik. Regrettably, the unpredictable weather patterns of the region have forced several changes to those plans while the captain a place the safety of the guests first. First on the Icelandic, Icelandic list was Ikeri, a much-anticipated port nestled at the end of Iceland's longest fjord. However, due to adverse weather conditions, the visit to Ikeri had to be canceled, much to the disappointment of everybody there. Next was Eigenfjordur, known for its enchanting fjords and rich Viking history. This port was initially struck off the itinerary due to the weather conditions. However, Sky Princess was able to make a U-turn and visit Eisafjordur as the weather improved, providing a silver lining to the many changes. The picturesque port of Grundenfjordjur was also originally on the itinerary. This quaint town is nestled between a mountain range and the ocean, making it a unique stop. However, unfavorable weather conditions also led to this stop's cancellation. Finally, Reykjavik, Iceland's vibrant capital city, was meant to be the highlight of the journey in much-anticipated destinations for passengers eager to experience the city's rich history, cuisine, and culture. Unfortunately, due to the persistently adverse weather, the visit for, that was actually for today, has already been scrapped, adding to the list of weather-imposed changes. Adding to the complexity, a visit to Icarari, which had been canceled due to the weather, had to be reinstated on an emergency basis. Despite battling strong winds, the ship had to return to port due to a medical emergency on board. 
Is that enough for screwing up a totally a whole cruise? Ah, no, of course not. With weather reports for today predicting winds up to 50 miles an hour, gusts up to 70, and towering waves heights of 33 feet, the journey remains fraught with difficulties. The weather outlook for tomorrow, when the 3600 Scott Princess is sailing back to Southampton, offers little relief from these conditions, with improvements only expected on the evening of the 24th. That'd be tomorrow night. The ship is scheduled to arrive at Southampton tomorrow morning early. Uh, By the way, uh, just from, from my buddy out there in California that wants to go to Iceland, I hope you're watching this and pay attention to what can happen on a cruise to Iceland. The, the repeated alterations to the itinerary have had a notable impact on the guests. Many passengers had organized their own tours and external company uh, from external companies. These plans were disrupted as guests found themselves needing to cancel and rebook their tours in line with the changing itinerary, adding an extra layer of complication to the cruise experience. And like I say, this time of year, it's not uncommon for that region. Icelandic ports are notoriously hard to get in and out of, mainly due to the sudden changes in weather conditions for this remote island experience. Fortunately, guests that book their shore excursion through the cruise line, uh, they're usually refunded for any cost incurred or missed tours. Uh, However, for those that do have arrangements with outside companies, it's up to the Icelandic tour operators whether or not to uh, refund the money for the missed tours. In addition to the guests on board the Sky Princess who were experiencing challenges with their current cruise itinerary, it's worth noting that the same some of the guests have booked back-to-backs on Sky Princess. Many people that sell Princess do this. I said they're going to stay on the boat when it sails from Southampton tomorrow. Unfortunately for them, the weather forecast does not look great around the Norwegian coast for next week either. Just saying. That's the Sky Princess. All right, some news from Royal Caribbean. It's actually two stories from Royal Caribbean. Royal Caribbean International and Celebrity Cruises have both changed the deposits that passengers put down when they book a suite on one of their ships. The change for both cruise companies will go to an, into effect June the 1st. Royal Caribbean has announced a new policy regarding the deposits. Under this policy, each guest will be required to pay an amount equivalent to 10% of the cruise fare. No matter what the cruise fare is, 10% of it as the deposit. However, if the calculated 10% value is lower than the standard deposit amount, then the standard deposit amount will be applicable instead. This new policy will be implemented across all suite categories, including suite guarantees, 
Uh, not that that's going to confuse people at all, uh, folks. But I trust you. Trust me, it will. In addition, starting from June 1st, junior suites will undergo a change to align with other suite inventory. For new bookings created on or after this date, deposits for junior suites will become non-refundable. The deposit requirements for balcony, ocean view, and interior accommodations will remain the same and unaffected by these changes. Similarly, Celebrity, which of course Royal Caribbean owns, is also making adjustments to their suite deposits in the retreat. Beginning June 1st, suite bookings in the retreat will require a deposit amount equal to 10% of the cruise fare, similar to Royal Caribbean's policy. If the 10% value is lower than the current standard deposit amount, the standard amount will be applied. However, all other deposits for aqua class concierge class, veranda, ocean view, and inside staterooms will remain unchanged and not affected by the modifications. It's important to note that these changes are applicable to all cruise ships in the fleets of both Royal Caribbean and Celebrity. So that's not likely to make people happy. And I thought I would never see this, speaking of Royal, Royal Caribbean International will be the largest cruise brand in the world by 2029, noticeably ahead of Carnival, according to the Cruise Industry News Annual Report. The Royal Caribbean brand will have an annual global capacity of approximately 6.5 million passengers, in 2029, compared to 5.4 million for Carnival. Royal Caribbean will sail 30 ships versus 27 for Carnival. While Carnival will be the largest globally based on known deployment and current uh, order book of new builds to be introduced, Carnival will most likely continue to dominate in the Caribbean where the brand tends to concentrate its deployment. The other largest brands on the global scale and order of size will be number three. Of course, now in 29, it's going to be Royal Caribbean 1, Carnival 2, MSC 3. They've overtaken Norwegian 4. Princess is five, Celebrity six, Aida seven, Costa eight, Tui nine, and Honda America rounds out the top ten. Okay. Boy, I got some. Some of you might find strange thoughts on this. American Cruise Line, of course, I've talked to them a lot because the new ships in the U.S. are accessible. They only have one handicap accessible cabin, but they are accessible. I still want uh, American Cruise Line to put me on some ships so I can uh, relate that to the handicapped community. 
American Cruise Line is introducing a new 35-day Civil War battlefields cruise that will visit every major battlefield from the war. The journey departs from New Orleans on May the 4th, 2024, and concludes June 6th in Gettysburg, Pennsylvania. The voyage visits 13 states with each day highlighting battlefields from Fort Sumter and Shiloh to Vicksburg and Antietam. The cruise will be led by Bertram Hayes Davis, the great-grandson of Jefferson Davis, a politician who served as the president of the Confederate States from 1861-1865. My belief is that our history is our history. I don't think it's something that you want to sweep under the rug or do away with. Am I proud of the Civil War? Am I proud of the fact that even my family at one time had slaves? Hell no. That doesn't mean that today I would have that same view or act accordingly. But that's part of my history, the history of this farm. And I'm sorry, but that's not going to change. I am the least bigoted person in the world. But the overall movement by, and it's not just primarily the black community, but many of the democratic uh, community, the more socialist of the Democrats, to remove things like Civil War statues, I disagree with that. No, I don't like the fact that we are celebrating the Civil War by a statue of, you know, Robert E. Lee or some of the generals of the South. I don't consider that racist. And again, I'm not an African-American, so... I can understand your position. I'm not saying your position's wrong. It's just my feeling that that's all part of our history, our shared history, whether you're white or black or Republican or Democrat or liberal or conservative. It doesn't matter. We all have the same history. I would go on the Civil War Battlegrounds cruise. I don't know how accessible that would be. However, I would do it. I've been to many of those battlegrounds in my lifetime. And clearly the ones around here, 
anyway, that's just my feeling on it. So the um, Civil War battleground cruise from America. I think that's a pretty awesome cruise, and I would take it in a heartbeat. I hear that American cruise line. You got somebody that wants to broadcast to all of the accessible communities that your ships are accessible now. Put me on a couple of them so I can do that. All right, that's the end of the news portion today. Let's go. I'm sure people are fussing at me today. Wouldn't be the first time, won't be the last. But, however, folks, Hot Air Tom is here. I didn't talk about Hot Air Tom at all today. Boy, that's unusual. Mike's with us. Hi, Mike. There's Melissa. She leaves for Florida tomorrow and sail on Saturday. It's been a while since Melissa's been on a ship. As a matter of fact, the last one she was on was with me. Melissa, I'm glad you are heading to the promised land. Yo-yo Brooklyn in the house. Hey, Eddie. Everyone have a great day. And a special hola to Melissa. Safe travels to enjoy your cruise. Katie's with us. Everybody's wishing Melissa a good cruise. Now she's been back at home for a few months. She's ready to go again. And I wish I was on it too. That's a, That'll be a good one. You know, I did uh, two with them last year and that was, they were fabulous. So I'm going to miss, I'm going to miss being on this one. Uh, Katie's with us. Hi, Katie. Ah, this is on the JJ Cruise on Celebrity Equinox. It'll be their first celebrity cruise too. Well, you know, you got to you got to post pictures. You got to post pictures, especially pictures with the boys. I will get them up. I will be happy to uh, advertise for JJ Cruise on my channel and is theirs is. There's Nikki's with us. Hi, Nikki. Yeah, Melissa says I live in Arizona, so it's hot there. There's Emily's with us. I am. We have plenty of turtles at the lake when I posted where I posted the baby geese. Yeah, you got the little turtles. You know, uh, Tina Turtle. <coughs> Tina Turtle probably weighed 600 pounds or something. What was it? Maybe it was 400 pounds. It was a lot. It was more than I could have picked up. Of course, in the water, I could have maneuvered her around. But on dry land, I couldn't have. Yeah, she was a big girl. Cindy's with us. Hi, Cindy. I haven't been on a cruise with Cindy for a while either. I don't look at that. I enjoy cruising with Cindy. And the Hubster. I really enjoy them.
My husband and I both have, tur have turtle tattoos. Nice. Emma is with us again. Hi, Em. I was just talking about you today. You and a certain stuffed animal that now is more well-traveled than I am. <laughs> I love Hudson. I love the real Hudson, too. But I love the Hudson uh, doll that you, you traveled with. I appreciated the the uh, view this morning that Hudson had. There's Mr. Bucket List. Well, what do you know? Justin's here today, too. Uh, by the way, folks, some of you uh, have, there have been a, literally a wave of questions about the December 2nd cruise and the mixed messages that they're getting from Viva. Um, I have, I've, sent stuff through to them multiple times yesterday. I finally heard back from them about uh, 1045 last night. And you know where I am at 1045 at night. I was already in bed. Uh, but they did promise that they were going to call me today with updates on everything. So I have no idea what's going on, why things haven't been fixed. The original problem was between from Norwegian to the uh, travel agency. The signals were not correct. It what you know you put put the cruise in and it would give you incorrect numbers. Well that won't work. I mean we have the contract the signed contract with this amount. That's what was set up for that cruise. And now Norwegian's not showing the same amount. So I'm, we're trying to figure out what in the world is going on. Also, why they have not been able to uh, approve or ascertain if anybody has the uh, cruise next deposits. Uh, they have to approve, they have to get, uh, you know, see it before they can use it to make sure it hasn't expired. Well, those of you that were with me on the joy, we all know that those are brand new and they have four years to, till they expire. So, I mean, that's just a matter of this computer glitch getting out of the way. I hope. Uh, and as soon as I know something, I'll get with you. And whether, I mean, if it's a major enough deal, I'll go live uh, before Friday night. So I'll get information to you as quickly as I can via this channel or the uh, Passion for Cruises Solo USA Facebook page. So anything I do, Anything I do live will be both places. Uh, Nikki says, we booked, booked a November cruise, taking our three adult children, a spouse to the Western Caribbean. Very good, Nick. Sonny's with us down in Mississippi. Hi, Sonny. 
Sonny's another one of my favorite people to cruise with. We got to do that again soon, Sonny. Yeah, got to do that again soon. Nikki says, I'm looking forward to this. It's been a minute. It's been a damn long minute, Nick. It really has. And I'm so glad you're going to be back on a boat. I know. You guys all call them ships. I don't. I still call them boats. Um, Melissa answered, Emily, we got our two tattoos two years ago. And are ready for another one. But spending dollars on cruises instead of tattoos. I concur with that. Oh, Emily says, oh, tattoos. My bad, just reread. She she thought you were talking about live turtles there, Melissa. <laughs> we love Emily, even if she does get confused every now and then. Kenneth's with us. He says, that's awesome, Nikki. Everybody agrees with that one. Emily says, you go, girl. Chili and Tom <coughs> were thinking of, instead of the long flight home from Rome to take a cruise home, we found one on Queen Mary 2, sailing from England to New York. Leaves England April 27th. Hmm. Hmm. I have to look into that one. They're expensive for me. But uh, anyway, I think Hunter Tom might already have his our airline tickets. Have you ever been on the Queen Mary or anyone in this group? Uh, I have not. I have not been on Kennard at all. Um, Nikki probably has. There's Steve with us this morning. Hi, Steve. It's okay that you're a little late, Steve. That's all right. <laughs> Steve's become a very regular guest. Hunter Tom says, not me. Oh, you haven't sailed on Cunard either. Uh, Sonny says, Kenneth only been on Queen Mary, where it's moored in Long Beach. Would love to stay in the hotel there. Yeah, that's kind of, uh, I've seen that one, but I didn't go on it, uh, Sonny. Of course, that's kind of cheating. Uh, I mean, not cheating, of course. That was originally, was a Cunard ship. But the original Queen Mary is in San Diego, and it's back open, by the way, folks. It's been shut down for the entire pandemic, and they did some refurbishment, and I don't know what all they did, a bunch of stuff, but it's now back open again. And I think they're back where they're keeping guests now for, for a night stay. We just hate long flights from Pennsylvania to California as long for us. Hell, Kenneth, 
from Virginia to Florida is long for me. Virginia to North Carolina is long for me. So, I'm going to die. Yeah, no, I've flown over. I've flown across the pond numerous times in my lifetime. But not since I've had all the uh, issues with mobility, issues with breathing, uh, you know, all the things that you don't want on airplanes uh, affect me. Uh, being very uncomfortable and not having the money to spend to, you know, get big fancy ass, you know, first class seats and stuff. So, yeah, from Rome to Pennsylvania would be longer than Pennsylvania to California. Cindy says, I dislike when Cruise Line makes you make you pay more for a refundable deposit. That and this change make me less likely to book. I agree. I like how NCL handles cancellations prior to final payment. Uh, me too. <coughs> um, Royal. You know, I just canceled a Royal cruise. I'm supposed to be on uh, Liberty of the Seas today. Uh, Royal, I did get everything back, but $107, I think it was. I bite the bullet on that that piece of it. Um, I don't know if I if I'd filed a claim with insurance, if that would be covered or not, since it was personal matters as opposed to being sick or anything. Um, so I just decided not to worry about it. I got the biggest portion of it back. And by the way. It was in my bank account in like two days, three days. I, I was, I was expecting it, you know, to be six weeks. So it was, it was back, way quicker than I thought from Royal Caribbean. Uh, okay, Sonny says they started those after I went there. Not long after she came over the pond, the regular tour was interesting, though. Yeah, I would love to do the regular tour as well. Um, Sonny says she'd love the haunted tour. Next time, hopefully now that it's sort of reopened. The hotel is open again. Yeah, yeah, I've got to get to L.A. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's, it's uh, if it's not open, it's soon to be open. It opened this month for Hotel Stay. That's what I thought. Kenneth, thank you. Steve said, I totally agree with what you were saying. You have to learn from history, not bury it. Man, well, that's, I know a lot of people, Steve, are going to disagree with that philosophy. But I just can't. I mean, not just to me. Uh, you know, my father was one of the world's biggest bigots. I loved him to death. Um, but 
his attitude and my attitude toward African-Americans are, you know, a bazillion miles apart. Uh, my mother was, uh, was like I am. My sister was like I am. My father was kind of a, in a world on his own on that one. Um, and yet, my dad, I, uh, one of my best friends back, way back in high school. Now, remember, that's going back in the, you know, in the 60s, mid-60s in the South. You know, one of my best friends was an African-American. And he and I used to double date after ball games all the time. When we played football together, we played basketball together, we ran track together. We double dated a lot. His name was Roy Lewis. He and I were just, you know, really close friends. He'd come over to my house, and my dad was always totally gracious to him. But deep down, I knew my dad was uh, was very much a racist. So, yeah, I I just. I think you got to learn from history. You don't want to bury history. Kenneth says most people don't realize theirs is a tour and a ship you can do. Yeah, I know. It's a, there's they got several things you can do on on that. I just got to go spend some time when I was in San Diego. I didn't have the wherewithal for uh, traveling around and doing things that I have now. The next time I'm in San Diego, I'll take time to go there because I can roll there now and get on the ship, which in the past I'd have to, you know, I had no way of doing it because I was dealing totally with a scooter or in that case in between. So I had no choice but to go from the ship to, I mean, yeah, from the ship to the airport because I couldn't get transportation anywhere, any way else. So uh, we enjoyed cruising with you also, Chili. Uh, 12 days until my first MSC. I'm, I'm looking forward to that, Cindy. We will, because the constant ongoing controversy with MSC. I would love to, if you have a Wi-Fi, I would love to arrange an interview with you sometime on that cruise so we can chat about uh, the ship and your thoughts about the ship. So get a couple days on there. So you've had a couple meals in case you could hit a bad meal, you know, and, uh, you know, and we'll, we'll chat about it. We'll chat about uh, their services. We'll chat about whatever, you know, normal chit-chat about a cruise ship that we would do if we were sitting together. Emily says, next time I go to the lake, I'll post the little turtles. If I can get close, they like to nest on the rocks in the water. Oh, yeah. Like the little turtles. Just don't get too close. They'll snap your finger right off. They're fun to watch. Yes, they are. Hot air, Tom, sounds, that sounds great. Yeah, we'll have to look at that. Yep, the airline is via NCL. 
booking, but we can always delete that by day 120. Nikki says, no, we have never cruised with Kennard. Sounds too dressy for me. Emma has, and she has videos about it. Yes, she does. We have quite a few turtles at the lake. Next time I'll look for them. I saw the baby geese this time. There's Dennis. Hi, Dennis. Thought you were going to miss out this morning. Emily saying hello. Hopefully the Wi-Fi that's included will work out okay so we can chat. Now we'll try and see. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. Yeah. But if it does, that'd be cool. I'll team replay this stream. Thank you, Dennis. As always, that is appreciated. All right, guys, that's going to wrap me up for today. Again, as soon as I hear something from Viva slash Norwegian with information on the December 2nd cruise, I will get information out to all you guys. Uh, and it could possibly be another uh, live stream with the information. <laughs> Excuse me, because I've had a bunch of you. You know, you've been, and rightly so, hammers, hammering me with questions about it. And I don't have the answer because I have not been able to talk to anybody there to find out what in the world is going on. I'll get the information and we'll get back to you one way or another really soon. So that's going to wrap up today, guys. I'll be back same time, same station tomorrow. 11 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time for Wednesday Travel and Cruise Industry News. As always, stay safe, stay healthy, think about cruising, and hopefully one day soon we'll all get together on the high seas. Have a great day, everybody. See you tomorrow. I regularly post videos on all facets of the travel and cruise industry, so if you like to keep up with the latest in cruise ships, ports of call, cruises themselves, chilly chats, and travel and cruise industry news, just hit the little subscribe button in the lower right-hand corner, hit the bell notification so you'll be notified when a new video is up or we go live. This video was produced by Chili's Cruises. My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure, I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be to be.